हेलो वेलकम टू डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह दिस साइड लेट अस स्टार्ट चैप्टर एट एनवायरमेंट एंड नेचुरल रिसोर्सिस ऑन टॉपिक इंडिया स्टैंड ऑन एनवायरमेंटल इश्यूज इंडिया साइन द रेटिफाइड द 1997 क्योटो प्रोटोकॉल इन अगस्त 2002 इंडिया चाइना and other developing countries were exempt from the requirement of the kyoto kyoto protocol because their contribution to the emission of greenhouse gases during the industrialization period that is believed to be causing today's global warming and climate change was not significant However the critics of the Kyoto Protocol point out that the sooner or later both India and China along with other developing countries will be among the leading contributors to greenhouse gas emissions At the G8 meeting in June 2005 India pointed out that the per capita emission rates of the developing countries are a tiny fraction of those in the developed world following the principle of common but differentiated responsibilities india is of the view that the major responsibilities of curbing emission rests with the developed countries which have accumulated emissions over a long period of time india's international negotiating position relies heavily on the principles of the historical responsibility as enshrined in the unfccc This acknowledges that the developed countries are responsible for most historical and current greenhouse gas emissions and emphasizes that economic and social development are the first and overriding priorities of the developing country parties so india is very of recent discussions within UNFCCC about introducing binding commitments on rapidly industrializing countries such as Brazil, China and India to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions India fees this control contravenes the very spirit of UNFCCC neither does it seem fair to impose restrictions on india when the country's rise in per capita carbon emission by 2030 is likely to still represent less than half the world average of 3.8 tons in 2000 indian emission are predicted to rise from 0.9 tons per capita in 2000 to 1.6 tons per capita in 2030 the indian government is already participating in global efforts through a number of programs 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल इंडियाज नेशनल ऑटो फ्यूल पॉलिसी मैंडेट्स क्लीनर फ्यूल्स फॉर वहीकल्स द एनर्जी कंजर्वेशन एक्ट पासड इन टू थाउजेंड वन आउटलाइंस इनिशिएटिव टू इम्प्रूव एनर्जी एफिशेंसी सिमिलरली द इलेक्ट्रिसिटी एक्ट ऑफ टू थाउजेंड थ्री एनक्रेजिज द यूज ऑफ रिन्यूएबल एनर्जी रिसेंट ट्रेंड्स इन इम्पोर्टिंग नेचुरल गैस एंड एनक्रेजिंग द एडोपन ऑफ क्लीन कोल टेक्नोलॉजीज शो दैट इंडिया हैज बीन मेकिंग रियल एफर्ट्स द गवर्नमेंट इज ऑल्सो कीन टू लॉन्च अ नेशनल मिशन ऑन बायोडीजल यूजिंग अबाउट इलेवन मिलियन हेक्टेयर्स ऑफ लैंड टू प्रोड्यूस बायोडीजल बाई टू थाउजेंड इलेवन एंड ट्वेल्व and india has one of the largest renewable energy program in the world a review of the implementation of the agreements at the earth summit in rio was undertaken by india in 1997 one of the key conclusions was that there had been no meaningful progress with respect to transfer of new and additional financial resources and environmentally sound technology on concessional terms to developing nations india finds it necessary that developed countries take immediate measure to provide developing countries with financial resources and clean technologies to enable them to meet their existing commitments under UNFCCC India is also of the view that the SARC countries should adopt a common position on major global environment issues so that the reasons why carries greater weight the next point is environmental movements one or many we have so far looked at the way governments have reacted at the international level to the challenge of environmental degradation but some of the most significant responses to this challenge have come not from the governments but rather from the groups of environmentally conscious volunteers working in different parts of the world some of them work at the international level but most of them work at the local level these environmental movements are amongst the most vibrant diverse and powerful social movements across the globe today it is within the social movements that new forms of political action are born on reinvented these movements raise new ideas and long term visions of what we should do and what we should not do in our individual and collective lives here are just a few examples to show that diversity is an important trait of contemporary environmental movements the forest movements of the south in mexico chile brazil 
मलेशिया इंडोनेशिया कॉन्टिनेंटल अफ्रीका एंड इंडिया जस्ट ऑफ लिस्ट ऑफ फ्यू एग्जाम्पल्स आर फेस्ड विद एनॉमरस प्रेशर्स फॉरेस्ट क्लियरिंग इन द थर्ल्ड वर्ल्ड कंटिन्यूज एट एन अलार्मिंग रेट डिस्पाइट थ्री डिकेट्स ऑफ एनवायरमेंटल एक्टिविज्म द डिस्ट्रक्शन ऑफ द वर्ल्ड्स लास्ट रिमेनिंग ग्रांड फॉरेस्ट हैज एक्चुअली इंक्रीज्ड इन द लास्ट डिकेट द मिनरल इंडस्ट्री इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट पावरफुल फॉर्म्स ऑफ इंडस्ट्री ऑन द प्लानट a large number of economies of the south are now being re- reopened in amenities through the liberalization of the global economy the mineral industries extraction of earth its use of chemicals its pollution of waterways and land its clearance of native vegetation its displacement of communities amongst other factors continues to invite criticism and resistance in various parts of the globe one good example is that of the philippines where a vast network of groups and organization campaigned against the western mining corporation wmc and australia based multinational company with much opposition to the company in its own country australia is based on an anti nuclear sentiments and advocacy for the basic rights of australian indigenous peoples Another group of movements are those involved in struggles against mega dams. In every country where a mega dam is being built, one is likely to find an environmental movement opposing it. Increasingly, anti-dam movements are pro-river movements for more sustainable and equitable management of river system. and valleys the early 1980s saw the first anti dam movement launched in the north namely the campaign to save the franklin river and its surrounding forest in australia this was a wilderness and forest campaign as well as anti dam campaign At present there has been a spurt in the mega dam building in the south from Turkey to Thailand to South Africa from Indonesia to China India has had some of the leading anti dam pro river movements Narmada Bachao Andolan is one of the best known of these movements it is significant to note that in anti dam and other environmental movements in india the most important shared idea is non violence here we close today's lecture in the next lecture we shall discuss resource geopolitics thanks for the listening